0: These are the funniest people I know, these are the funniest people I know. Said improv ripping callers and sketches. Characters and interviews and then some more sketches. Now these are the funniest people you know. Now these are the funniest people you know. Now these are the funniest, these are the funniest, these are the funniest, these are the funniest, these are the funniest people I know.
1: Hello world, welcome to the funniest people I know podcast and radio show. I'm George Kaloris, and with me today are my very funny friends, Alexandria Sweat. How you doing, Alex?
2: I'm doing all right. Took a nap, and I just woke up a few minutes ago, so I have a lot of energy.
1: Yeah, you seem super refreshed.
0: I also have a lot of energy because I ate protein with my lunch today, and that doesn't happen all the time. This time it was tofu, so that was super weird. (laughs) You're stuck with it. (laughs) Having eaten tofu today is TJ Jackson. I've never smiled because I've eaten tofu. I made it super crispy. It was the best (laughs) I ever did. And I didn't follow a recipe, I just winged it. I was just like, yeah, this seems like enough amino acids. Yeah. This seems like enough hot sauce. It was too much hot sauce.
2: <laughs> just like saute it in a pan. I've never thought about crispy tofu. I that is a first it. for me, TJ. I love this
0: when people usually think of tofu they think of squishy blob that they just want to throw at a wall but no you gotta yep. massage it and press it and take it out to dinner and treat it like it should be deserved i wanted to say treat it like a lady but i remember it's like 2020 so i don't want to like you don't want to the gender lady. the tofu no, exactly i don't want to misgender my treat tofu. it like a human exactly i treated them
2: very nicely i don't know what these poetry snaps are you're doing something like
1: you're like a beatnik over here
2: yeah
0: (laughs) freaknik oh man i always want to go i don't know how your brain
1: just got the freaknik but i would pay money to see you try to (laughs) navigate freaknik. (laughs)
0: You know the movie Project X, where it's just the most insane house party? No. I love house party movies. Yeah, me too. And this one, this kid throws a small party with his parents gone, like Aaron's party from that music video. And it just turns out to be this insane, out of control, World War Z scenario. It's Crazy. Like insane. There's zombies at this party? No, there's just too many people. Oh, there's yeah. too many people, and helicopters, and yes. Coke pinatas.
2: Yes, it's insane house party. But I like have to meets see this super movie. bad. And there's some it's girl. Cloverfield meets super bad.
1: Yes. No, I'm in. Okay, I'm watching that.
0: And there's some girl yelling about who has the map and she's mad that they lost it.
1: (gasps) Who has the map?
0: We don't know. You never find out.
1: Oh, my spoiler. Exactly. (laughs) George, how are you? I'm doing all right. Y'all never ask. (laughs) I'm going could be dying on this end. Nobody gives
0: a shit. When Alex asked Uh. that, I was like, wait, what? That's a weird question.
1: As y'all might know, this is a really big week. There's a big day coming up, July 31st. I know you guys know what that is. It's Harry Potter's birthday. I know the internet's really excited about this. And there's something I learned recently that I never knew. The whole series takes place in the 90s, which I had no clue. Harry Potter's birthday, according to J.K. Rowling, is July 31st, 1980. Harry Potter is turning 40, y'all.
0: Wow. Oh, wow. He's the same age as you.
1: Yeah, I just realized this week that Harry Potter is only a couple weeks younger than me. When I first met him, I was in my mid-20s and he was 11. Imagine my surprise when I find out we're the same age.
2: <laughs> I feel like that would mess with my mind. It would be like read about, about yourself. I don't know, <laughs> like if it a time capsule, it's I'm the- thrown off.
1: It's like one of those JK Rowling twists like Dumbledore's gay or whatever. It's like and he was forty the whole time. <laughs> <you're> like
0: what? <laughs> <laughs> Mind blown. He's just out there fighting death eaters with back pain or something. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah. I feel for the man now, you know. I I understand he has a couple of kids (laughs) and he's wondering what happened to his life. He's like, before the age of 20, I had saved the world and now I've kind of like done nothing. My IRA isn't even where I'd want it to be. (laughs) He's really staring down the tunnel to retirement. I feel hairy. So happy 40th birthday, Harry Potter.
2: Yeah. Happy Happy birthday, Harry
1: The first thing I need to discuss this week, it's a story that's been bubbling for a few weeks. I spent one night reading a very long Twitter thread about it, and I've kind of ignored it because I'm a huge fan of this person. But I guess we're at a breaking point where we have to discuss this investigation into the workplace environment on the Ellen DeGeneres show.
0: Oh, yes. I've been reading about this as well. It's like an origami. It just keeps coming apart further. No, wait, that's not, it's not a what drink. an origami it's not, is. An onion. Yes. It's, just, it's an onion. The more it's you keep peeling it, the more you cry.
1: Ellen right? is like an onion.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: Well, <laughs> okay. Well According to the fake news media, Ellen DeGeneres, who, in my opinion, can and never has done any wrong, is running a hostile work environment. The producers apparently are really mean to people. There's been accusations of some racist comments. Some of the employees have been told they're not allowed to look Ellen in the eye or address her directly, which sounds to me like some diva behavior. sounds like most of the bad workplace stuff is coming from her producers. She's probably going to have to replace some people. But I just want to say right now, being a diva, is not worth a scandal. She can uh, be the the queen of nice <laughs> on TV and kind of a diva off screen, and it just makes me love her more.
2: No, that's because you love a Karen, George. That's <laughs> the reason why you are supporting this behavior <laughs> as the self proclaimed moral compass of the show. That's so off brand for Ellen. Her brand is being. Sunshine and rainbows and beautiful things. There's only so many unproblematic white celebrities that I can root for. and I wanted to invite her to a dinner, but if I can't look at her... At the dinner because I don't reach her clout status. You can't. Don't worry,
1: house. Alex. Because if she doesn't think you're worthy of looking at her, I assure you she's not accepting your dinner invitation. You'll <laughs> <laughs> have an assistant go, Alexandria, who, and then throw it right out. Don't you even Stop. worry?
0: <laughs> oh my gosh! Did y'all see that interaction with her in the Thoda Johnson interview? That was our first clue that Ellen wasn't this friendly personality she was like oh i didn't get invited to your birthday and then what's her name from 50 shades of gray was
1: go to johnson we just told you oh yeah go to johnson. <laughs> <laughs> i
0: was like yeah, yeah i sent you an invite and she's like no you didn't and she's like yeah i did yeah she called her out yeah <laughs> and then she like turns to her producer and she's like oh where was i and she's like oh you're out of town you know she lies and she's like yeah i was out of town that is the whole dynamic behind it. I think she hides behind these producers supposedly and they all act mean on her behalf.
1: I think she's amazing and has the right to be a heinous C-word if she wants to be. Especially if she's delegating it to others. Like, hey, look, I'm the queen of nice. I certainly don't want to be rude to anybody. So will you just go be a colossal asshole to that lady on my behalf? I think that that's appropriate.
0: Yeah, I can see I- it. I can just see Portia at their home, reading the newspaper and shaking her head, going like, I told you it was going to come out.
1: And she's like, if you only knew the truth. Yes,
0: exactly. Portia's like, they don't even know the half of it yet.
1: (laughs) I just know that I still want to be friends with Ellen. I'm standing for her until... I hear about her doing something heinous. Like, that's why I wouldn't put her in the same boat as Mel Gibson. She didn't get drunk and disparage anybody. She's just kind of a bitch at work, which aren't we all?
2: hmm <laughs> I am sunshine at work, okay? Most of the time because I'm on the lower end of the totem pole. So I don't get to be a bitch. I want to be a bitch at work.
1: <laughs> DJ comes in like Miranda Presley every week. <laughs> <year. laughs> yeah. <Yes. laughs> He throws his coat on his boss's desk.
0: And they're like, you don't work here anymore. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. Security. I thought <laughs> you let this guy go.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. I think I'd want to be friends with Portia. I think she's more down to earth.
1: Well, I'll be friends with both of them. And I'll let you know what Portia thinks of you. Big news in Hollywood, guys. The Emmys are in. This is probably the last award show for a while. Nobody knows what's going to happen next. The Emmys celebrating last year of TV is probably the last time we're going to have a big award show for a while.
0: Probably the last one on earth, to be honest. Is everyone going to be at home dialing in for a Zoom meeting?
2: The BET Awards did a show about a month and a half ago. It was really cool how they did it. This is the future of award shows. Sign me up. Megan Thee Stallion did a really cool performance where she was performing her hits. A bunch of other rappers did these performances either from their car or on a soundstage. Granted, it involves music. The moody actors going to be sitting dressed up in these Zoom videos. That would be fun.
1: They should be in their dining rooms wearing really fancy dresses. The Academy should put someone outside of the winner's door. So when they... <laughs> Announce the winner. There's somebody right outside of their door wearing a mask, holding their trophy to hand it off to them. Everybody can accept the awards on their doorsteps. The winner is, and you see them all waiting in the living room, and then you're, whose doorbell rang? And that's how oh. we find out who won. <laughs> then all these dogs start barking.
0: The dogs are barking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Oh, my God. I want all the celebrities' dogs to ruin their acceptance speeches.
0: <laughs> Kerry Washington chasing her dog as it goes out the door.
1: That'd <laughs> be the best things oh. ever. The big nominee this year is The Watchmen with 26 nominations, which is huge.
0: It's filmed right here in Atlanta, I believe. Yeah, our friend Coley was in it. Yes. Yeah. My friend is also a double for the female lead.
2: Oh, for Regina King.
0: Oh, no, the other female lead. Are there two? There's the Jean one. Smart? Yes, I believe mm. so. Yeah, she's her stand-in.
1: Well, both Regina and Jean Smart and the whole cast were nominated.
2: I'm excited to see that that show was leading, but I had some disappointments, too. I'm sad that Pose didn't get more nominations for the actors on the show. Billy Porter got nominated, and yes, he is phenomenal. But what about MJ Rodriguez, Angelica Ross, India Moore? They are killing it on this show. And there's no transgender actors nominated. This show is super popular and killing the game right now.
1: Do you think it's because all the categories are binary and the Academy is uncomfortable with that? Do they need to create a separate category?
2: It probably wouldn't hurt. But also, I think that you can nominate actors within categories that they identify. MJ Rodriguez and Angelica in India definitely could have been nominated for lead or supporting actress roles. I did read this thing from India Moore, where they feel that the Academy is scared of having trans or non-binary people on live television, what they may say.
1: TJ, are there any snubs?
0: Reese Witherspoon, Reese Witherspoon, Reese Witherspoon. Oh. I said it three times because there's three opportunities. She got snubbed. Little Fires Everywhere, The Morning Show, and Big Little Lies. She was amazing in all three of those.
1: She did a good job in all of those. Just going to say, though, did she not just play Reese Witherspoon three times? Yeah. 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 Since we're a comedy podcast, I thought we can do a quick dive into the comedy categories. I'll share those nominees and then we can each pick who we think should win. Starting with Outstanding Comedy Series, there's Curb Your Enthusiasm, which is my favorite. Dead to Me, Insecure, Schitt's Creek, The Good Place, The Kaminsky Method, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and What We Do in the Shadows. What do you guys feel about those shows?
0: I think it might be The Good Place because it's its last season and it was so good. People were saying also that it ended too soon, but Kristen Bell was ready to move on to the next thing. It was a really, really good show. That mm-hmm. show
1: has been grossly underrated by the awards. It should definitely win. Schitt's Creek also had its last season, though. People really loved that. This last season of Insecure is really solid. I think it's between those three, but my personal pick would go to The Good Place.
2: I'm team The Good Place as well. It was very highly acclaimed. It did get a lot of good critical response. That have the professional say it. It's unprofessional.
1: You should have stuck with it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Thank you.
1: They say it, but they don't question themselves afterwards.
2: I know. Damn it. I got to stop doing that. That's how I'm missing out on my big bucks. I love Insecure, but I don't feel like it's season was as strong.
1: Funny People Podcast unanimously is going for The Good Place. Lead actress in a comedy series. Here's where I see the biggest snub. Because Kristen Bell is not in this category again, and she's amazing. We have Christina Applegate for Dead to Me. Rachel Brosnahan for Ms. Maisel. Linda Cardellini for Dead to Me. Catherine O'Hara for Schitt's Creek. Issa Rae for Insecure and Tracy Ellis Ross in Blackish.
2: Catherine
0: okay. O'Hara for sure. She's amazing. And everyone is talking about her in the press for being a top choice for this category. I think
1: you're spot on. She is such a funny, funny character. Mm-hmm. And this is their last chance to honor it.
2: I'm just going to say by default. Yep, Catherine O'Hara.
1: Lead actor in a comedy series, you have Anthony Anderson for Blackish. Don Cheadle for Black Monday, Ted Danson for The Good Place, Michael Douglas, Kaminsky Method, Eugene Levy, Schitt's Creek, and Rami Youssef for Rami. What do you guys liking?
0: This is a tough one.
2: I'm going to go with Ted Danson. I love Michael on The Good Place final season, so that's my final pick.
0: I think I might have to agree with you if Ted Danson seems like a top pick. I think Ted Danson,
1: too. I loved Don mm. On She Long Black Monday, but Ted Danson in The Good Place is just one of those roles I'll never forget. I think he's as good in that as he was in Cheers and some of his other best work. The Academy should all resign and leave the three of us in charge. Supporting actor in a comedy Andre Brower, Brooklyn Nine Nine, Mahershala Ali, Rami, Keenan Thompson, Saturday Night Live, Daniel Levy, Schitt's Creek, William Jackson Harper, The Good Place, Alan Arkin, The Kaminsky Method, Sterling K. Brown, Mrs. Mazel, and Tony Shalhoub, Mrs. Mazel. What's your pick?
0: Keenan Thompson.
2: I want to go with Keenan Thompson too.
1: My pick mm-hmm. for this would be Mahershala Ali, supporting actress in the comedy series. Betty Gilpin for Glow, which I didn't even know was still on the air. Yvonne mm-hmm. Orji for Insecure. Kate McKinnon, Saturday Night Live. Cecily Strong, Saturday Night Live. Annie Murphy, Shit's Creek. Darcy Carden, The Good Place. Alex Borstein, Mrs. Mazel, and Maren Hinkle, Mrs. Mazel.
0: Kate McKinnon did a phenomenal job this season. I think she played ten white politicians, like there were guys. That's my choice.
2: I am torn between Yvonne Orgy. Molly as a character really sent the internet ablaze with things that went down in the friendship between Issa and Molly and also Darcy Carden as Janet. Like, come on, y'all,
1: She did a good job. She uh, should have been winning it every year, especially after the episode where you went into Janet's void and she played all the characters. That was genius. I think she's been robbed about four Emmys. And then I love Annie Murphy on Shit's Creek, and I'm obsessed with her song, A Little Bit of Lexus.
2: I'm a Lamborghini. I'm a Hollywood star. I'm a little bit tipsy when I drive my car. I'm expensive sushi. I'm a cute, huge yacht. I'm a little bit single, even when I'm not. I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit la la
0: la 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 la. A little bit of luxe. La 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 la, oh, la, 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 la.
1: Wow. I just love that song so much. For me, it's either Alexis or Janet. It's gotta be one of those two.
0: And everyone is recreating that dance on TikTok. Too. Oh my god,
1: it's so, so good. good. It's so, so good.
0: On it. She should have her own spinoff series too of just oh. like the adventures of Alexis.
1: Like a fake reality version of her old reality show. Yeah. <laughs> her celebrity name dropping Yes. and Pahani on The Good Places celebrity name dropping are so <laughs> funny to me. I could watch just those two characters name drop for a whole season.
0: Yes. Exactly.
1: We'll be watching the Emmys in September when they're on. I've got something I'm really looking forward to doing. As anybody who's been paying attention to the news in the last couple of weeks has known, the president has been boasting lately about how well he did on a cognitive test. He was real proud of himself he's challenging Joe Biden to take one too. And this is so funny when you can't get enough of it because to my understanding, what he took was the Montreal Cognitive Assessment. Mm -hmm. And this is a test given to people when doctors fear they might have an issue like- Dementia, uh, right? Dementia, they suffered a stroke, maybe they have Alzheimer's. So he's bragging like, oh, I saw the big E on the eye chart. And he's just real (laughs) proud of himself. And it's like, I think you should be concerned that you were given this test in the first place.
2: Right.
1: (laughs) The other thing happening this week is that our friend TJ here is turning 30. He has a hard time remembering stuff. So I thought it would be a good time on this milestone birthday for TJ to take this cognitive assessment that the president did so well on.
0: Hey, I will give the best answers. I always have the best answers. And I have better answers than anyone.
1: What I've heard, it starts easy and then becomes difficult. So just be prepared for it. This is a visual test. I'm gonna to have to describe some of these. So bear with me. Question number one, complete the series. We begin with one, we go to A, we then go to two. So it's one, oh. A, two, continue the series and end at E.
0: Yeah, so one A, two B, three C, four D. Five E. That's it. Good job. Yay! What do I get? One point. Excellent.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna show you a picture of a cube. Okay. Can you draw a cube.
0: Oh, I did this in art class in second grade, I believe. Cube done. All right, TJ showing us.
1: First I saw a triangle. That's <laughs> a cube. Okay, good job,
0: TJ. Yay, two points.
1: Yes. One more drawing. Could you please draw a clock for me? And the time is ten past eleven. The so large
0: hands on the two, and the small hands on the eleven.
1: That's right. That is a clock. And we're supposed to look for contour, numbers, and hands. Missing numbers, but everything else is correct. Should you to get all three points. I think so. Okay, so it gets three points for that. For the first round, you got five out of five. Thank you. We're gonna move to the second. Round of questions. Naming. I'm going to show you pictures. Please name these animals. What is the animal in this photo? That is a Leo lion. I just need the animal, not a zodiac sign. Good job. Okay, what's this animal? That
0: is rhino.
1: Rhino or rhinoceros would have been also accepted.
0: Oh, yes. Okay. (laughs) Okay. What is this animal? I remember these from my mom's cigarette cartons. It is a camel. All right, you got three out of three. I'm going to name...
1: Five words, and then I need you to repeat those back to me. Face. Face. Or I'm going to say all five, and then oh. you repeat
0: all five back to me. Oh, my bad. Mm-hmm. Okay. Face, velvet, church, daisy, red. Face, velvet, church, daisy, red.
1: Can you do it again?
0: Face, daisy, red, no, church,
1: Sorry, no. <laughs> no, I confused you. All right. Face, okay. velvet, church, daisy, red red face velvet church daisy red okay i'm gonna ask you to repeat those again in a few minutes i know uh, I that's one of that the president said was the hardest i'm gonna read some numbers to you and i need you to repeat them back to me in the order i read them to you eight, five, eight five four two one eight five four all right i'm gonna read you some numbers and i want you to repeat them backwards order okay Okay. 742 742 Oh 247 Okay Yes Now I'm going to read a list of letters I want you to knock really hard on the counter when I name the letter A All right Okay F B A C M N A A J, K, L, B, A, F, A, K, D, E, A, 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 J. (laughs) So weird. A. You certainly missed some, but that's okay. That's okay. I missed some A's? Yeah, quite a number of them. Next (laughs) round. Okay, so we missed that point. I knew this one was going to be hard. This is the attention category. Right. So don't fret much. (laughs) You're going to give me a list of numbers. Now you're going to start at 100 and subtract 7. This one involves math. All right. So what's the first one? All right. 100. Okay. So after that, the first one would be the one after that.
0: Oh, 93. Ugh. 86. Then 79 then be 72, then 65. All right, good job, you got him. Yes, oh oh my God, I just surprised myself. That was insane.
1: Now I'm gonna read a sentence to you and I need you to repeat it back to me. All right. I only know that John is the one to help today. I know John is the only one to help today. The next sentence. The cat always hid under the couch
0: when the dogs were in the room. The cat always hid under the couch when the dogs were in the room. The rain in Spain stays mainly in the (laughs) plane.
1: Now I'm going to time you for 30 seconds, and you need to name as many words that begin with the letter F as you can in 30 seconds.
0: Okay. Wait, name as many letters that start with the letter F? Or words? words. Yeah, words. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Begin. Frank, Ford, uh, Fart, um, Frankly, uh, Frankincense, uh, Francis, Ford. They I say Ford? Mm. Yeah. Oh. Um, uh, Finish, Finland, Ford. that's 30 seconds. All right, good job. There's not a lot of words that Start with letter F.
1: Okay, TJ. The similarity between a banana and an orange is that they're both fruit.
0: That's what awesome. is the similarity between a train and a bicycle? Wait, what's the similarity between a train and a bicycle? Yes. Modes of transportation? Okay, good job. Uh,
1: what is the similarity between a watch and a ruler? Numbers? Measurements? The tools of measurement. Okay, good job. I need you to repeat back the five words I said to you earlier. Tinker, Taylor, Soldier, Spy.
0: (laughs) Man, Woman, Camera, TV.
1: We would have definitely accepted that as well.
0: Oh, gosh. Church, Velvet, Red, Daisy. God. Church, Frankly, Frankincense. Okay. All right, TJ,
1: do you know what month it is? It is July. Do you know what year it
0: is? Unfortunately, 2020. Do you know what city you are in? Atlanta.
1: Give us a second here to calculate your score. Okay, TJ, you got a 26 out of 30. You are normal, TJ. You're doing good. We'll check you again in 10 years. I will never forget person, woman, man, camera, TV as long as I live. Me neither. TJ, thank you for taking that test. You are qualified to be president. So as soon as you are 35 years old, you should start getting ready for the TJ 2028 campaign. Because my understanding is if you can get a 26 out of 30 on this test You should be president.
0: Uh, And Reese Witherspoon will be my VP choice.
1: Oh my God, you're announcing it from now?
0: Yeah, because she didn't get Emmy nominated, so I feel like she deserves something.
1: (laughs) Okay, so Reese, in eight years, you are the VP pick for the TJ ticket. it
0: would be TJ Reese.
1: TJ, you were telling us that you've got some other big stuff going on this week. Tomorrow, you have a job interview and an interview with a matchmaker.
0: Yeah, I was on Instagram and received, hey, I'm with a matchmaking service. We found you through the hashtag Atlanta Gay. We have a client who is looking to have a relationship and wondering if you want to do this interview. And I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? An hour or two after that, I also received a request to have an interview for a job.
1: Maybe they both are interested in you romantically and want to give you a job.
0: I can't poop where I live, you know, so, or I do. Hold on. (laughs) You don't shit where you eat is the phrase.
1: Don't poop during the interview. (laughs) TJ, what are you looking for in a job?
0: I am looking for salary and a place that I can check Twitter every hour.
1: I think you should definitely come up with a better answer for your interview tomorrow. Alex, do you have any suggestions what he should say instead of her place that'll pay for me to dick around on Twitter?
2: The thing here is I agree with that. I never <laughs> thought about how good of a request that is from your job, George. I don't know, TJ. I think you're on to something here. It's
0: 2020. You always got to stay on the alert and know what's going on or you won't survive.
2: Exactly. You're doing the work to keep your company Fresh, relevant.
0: I got to let everyone know to evacuate the building, there is-
1: An emergency (laughs) in Reese Witherspoon's Instagram.
0: Exactly. (laughs) Exactly.
1: (laughs) All right, DJ, what are you looking for in a lover?
0: Honestly, a salary and- (laughs) 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 At
1: least your needs are consistent. Where do you see yourself in five years?
0: Five years. Probably still checking Twitter,
1: honestly. DJ, <laughs> how do you contribute either to the workplace or a relationship? What makes you a better candidate than anyone else for either of these?
0: I'm always in the know, and I know what's going on and what's trending. <laughs> and- <laughs> For workplace, I would say I... That's,
1: that's what you contribute as a lover like, <laughs> in a relationship? that you let people yeah. know what's trending? Exactly. me, you'll always know what's trending. Or download the Twitter <laughs> app. One of the two.
0: You don't need the Twitter app because you have me. <laughs> exactly. I like that. I'll let I,
2: you know. I'm attracted.
0: <laughs> it's what people are attracted to these days. Knowledge social media presence. In the workplace, I think I bring a sense of humor and lighten the mood and just an array of sunshine, honestly. But not in your relationships. To be determined. We'll see. (laughs) I really do get my energy from other people. I need a Tigger, not an Eeyore. We'll both be Eeyores.
1: That's why we were never a match, TJ. I'm totally an Eeyore. Before we go today, TJ, Alex and I had something for you. Your 30th birthday is this week, yes. and we know you're kind of bummed that you couldn't celebrate in New York or have any kind of party. My birthday was a couple weeks ago, and Chris gave me one of the best gifts I've ever received in my entire life. He sent me a cameo from Omarosa. Oh my gosh.
0: Are you giving <laughs> me an Omarosa cameo?
1: No, but okay. I'm going to play mine for a second.
2: Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday,
0: George. It's Omarosa. Oh, my God. I got so excited for a second.
2: But that
1: inspired me and Alex. We should have had the forethought to get TJ a cameo, but um. we didn't. And we didn't want to spend the money. But we got you some messages from some very funny friends and some former guests from the show. We're going to close the show by playing you some birthday messages from some of our favorite funny people. Yay. Our first one is from our friend Lily Nas.
2: Hey, TJ. It's your girl, Lily. I wanted to wish you the happiest of birthdays. You're one of the funniest, most creative writers that I know. And I really enjoyed working with you. And I look forward to working with you in the future. I hope this day brings you lots of fun and happiness. And the year brings you whatever you wish for because you deserve it.
0: He had to join our workout program. <laughs> that will definitely be funny for sure.
1: <laughs> hey, next one is from our friend Danny Annone.
0: Hey, happy birthday, TJ. This is Danny Annone, Daniel Annone, d Known. Happy birthday, and you're a really funny guy, dude. Can't wait until we start making some funny stuff together again soon. All right, bro. Have a good one. I miss that guy. Oh, God. That
1: is the most straight guy birthday message.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: The next one is from our friend who was on The Watchmen, Coley Campany.
2: First of all, I love TJ. One of the big reasons that I feel like I found my kind of comedy voice was because of TJ's writing. It was the first time that I'd ever told anybody that I look like Reba, that I get that a lot. And he just wrote the most wonderful Reba sketch ever. And it set me in a direction I'm so happy to be on. So happy. 30th birthday, TJ, I hope that bring you so much joy and passion and love and incredible sex. I love you.
0: She knows me. me.
1: (laughs) Alex, one time it was your birthday and Coley Campany, TJ and I were trying to find you at some bar and we never found you, but we had such a great time looking for you. She's a super funny person. TJ, this one is from friend of the show, Ashley Payne.
2: Hey, TJ, it's Ashley. I fully support your right to stay 29 and fine until COVID is over. Then we definitely need to go out and celebrate by maybe having some awkward moments with our mutual man crushes or watching you knock over a ridiculous number of folding metal chairs in a crowded theater lobby. I miss those times. Happy birthday.
0: Aww. I love her. She's so funny. I got, totally forgot about those chairs. I will never forget about those chairs. I just want to teach them a lesson that you don't stack that many chairs together when everyone's walking around. Fire hazard.
1: DJ knocking down the chairs is my number one favorite TJ memory. It's just pure comedy. You can't script it. You wouldn't believe it if you saw it in something. It's slapstick in its purest, most honest form, and it brings me great joy. It's so. just
0: such a great chaotic sound when <laughs> many metal chairs falling at once. It's like wind chimes. It just sounds amazing.
1: <laughs> uh, TJ, and our last birthday message for you is from a longtime listener and fan of the show, Brenda Lee.
0: Oh my gosh, yes. Yes.
2: Well, hey there, TJ, I heard it's going to be your birthday, so I decided I'd give you a call and say happy birthday, and I think you're so sweet, and I just think you're precious, and I'm just praying for you, baby, that you get the dreams of your life to come true this next year, and hopefully you will get another job. Well, stay sweet and stay funny. Y'all take care. We love you here. All right.
0: Bye. Yes. That totally sounds like a message my grandmother would leave. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like part wishing you well, part concerned, part okay, I want to get off the phone now. <laughs> it's
1: like a birthday message that kind of hurts your feelings. Yeah. Well, hey, <laughs> TJ, I pray that this year you'll stop being lonely and single, and <laughs> that you'll maybe make some money, to do something about that haircut so you don't look so foolish, and, and maybe yeah. get a nicer car. <laughs> You're like, I, I hope those things too. Thanks for making me feel like crap, Grandma.
2: Right? Older people do that in the best way possible they are so good at trying to lift you up while reminding you about everything enjoy
1: your youth now before you find your purpose and have children and being a mother and having value on this planet and you're like wait i don't understand are you trying to be (laughs) me oh my god that's why grannies are so salty (laughs) people forget that the sweetest grandmas used to be young and probably vicious little assholes as well exactly right Exactly. T.J., I hope you have a great, terrible 30s. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Sounds like a children's book to me. I, I see a ton of great illustrations going with that. <laughs> yes. Even grandmas are assholes. Yeah. <laughs> I'd buy it. Oh,
2: T.J., I hope your birthday is full of many shenanigans. I just wish you the best 30th. Pim, 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 pim. Quarantine B-Day.
1: This has been another episode of The Funniest People I Know. We record for the Georgia Radio Reading Service. Thank you to our producer, Jane Boynton, who edits the show and makes us sound so much smarter and funnier. (laughs) If you guys enjoy the show, please review, like, subscribe, share with some friends, post it on your social pages. Help us get the word out. You can email us at funniestpeopleiknow at gmail.com or find us on Facebook and Instagram at funniestpeopleiknow. Have a hilarious week and happy birthday, TJ. Velvet Daisy Chair
0: TV.
2: Church. Yes. <laughs> Happy yeah. birthday, TJ. Thank you. Bye.
0: Bye. Bye.